And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. All right. What? Last hour of the week. Let's clean off the desk. Okay. Stories we didn't get to. All right. What do you got? On uh, Wednesday's uh, Fox News uh, with Laura Ingram, New York City Councilman Robert Holden, a Democrat, said that Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas is lying when he says the border is not open and stated that Joe Biden is asleep at the wheel. The whole administration does not care about the fact that we are dealing with migrant issues in New York City. Holden said, remember a Democrat, we haven't heard any plan. It's absurd. Just let in 100,000 migrants, foreign nationals, unvetted foreign nationals to New York City and say, here, take them. (laughs) We'll have to spend $8 million a day in New York City. And again, we haven't heard a plan from the administration. Joe Biden is asleep at the wheel. The whole administration is. Well, With all due respect to the Democrat, who I have not seen ever complain about this before. Yeah. With all due respect, and I do hate name-calling, you're an idiot. Yeah. This is the plan. Yep. Yep. Where's the plan? This is the plan. This is it. You just wake up? Is there some Rip Van Winkle syndrome here or something? This is the plan. You just let him in, and local communities must pick up the burden. How do we know? We live in Texas. Yeah. And it's been going on for years. I would have to say, though, this sounds quite xenophobic by the Democrats' own standard, does it not? It really does. And just because xenophobic begins with an X does not mean it's a part of of the old Twitter. Or the new Twitter. Or the new, uh, yes, the new Twitter. Old, yeah, we, yeah, exactly, the new Twitter. I uh, I meant the old Twitter, which is now exit. Mm-hmm. 
If I have to explain it, it's confusing. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have, we'll have to spend $8 million a day in New York City, and again, we haven't heard a plan from the administration. No, you and then have. it says host Laura Ingram then asked, well, the word from Secretary Mayorkas, as he just <laughs> testified on Capitol Hill, as you know, he said that they're managing the border with the resources that they have and that the border, sir, is not open and that those who are saying the border is open are not telling the truth. What is your response to him as a Democrat? Holden answered, he's lying. We have 100,000 people in New York City that walked across unvetted. How is that a border? How is that a, a secure? Nobody can figure it out. This is absurd. I mean, we have our eyes here looking at this outside the Hotel Roosevelt. Look at it. Does this make any sense whatsoever that this border is secure? He also pointed out that some migrants will have to wait a decade for their court dates. Oh, you don't like. You don't like what your party's been advocating for the last 40 years. Where have you been? Uh, you know what it is. Finally ended up in your, the problem ended up in your uh, backyard. No longer the abstract ah. conversation. It's reality. No, reality. Oh. Which everything okay. is hitting, which everything is hitting these days. Yep. That's a problem Democrats are having. Everything used to be a, an, an abstract concept. Now it's hitting your city. Yep. Inflation. What are we going to do about this? When inflation started, Democrats were all supporting the president. Oh, there's no inflation coming. Oh, look, it's 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 transitory. Look, this is that was the best one though. Mm-hmm. Look, inflation is good. It shows <laughs> that people are spending money. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, that there's that means people are spending more money on fewer things. Well, they're spending it because they got the government money that <laughs> well that, back then that, yes. that was that was borrowed and <laughs> that is borrowed money and and uh, now we see uh, you know how much more we're paying. I got to ch- I've got to check a tre- I've checked a treasury bill, see what the what the interest mm. rate is on a six-month treasury bill lately. <laughs> yeah. Just because I say that not because I plan on buying one today, uh, but just to see uh, how much inflation mm. is affecting uh, the financing of our of our debt. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great french fries that sign over there tells you this is your exit and look at that legendary sign it's the motel six sign it tells you a great night's rest at a great price book online at motel6.com and use the code cp to get 15 percent off your stay at motel six or studio six with almost 1500 locations across the country there's almost always a motel six or studio six nearby look for the signs And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's 
Just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. So, six-month treasure bill, five uh, 5.5%. Right now, wow. So, yeah. Yep. Well, uh, you know, with the Fitch downgrade the other day, everybody was losing their mind. Well, what, 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 what the? Inevitably, it and it doesn't really matter what what necessarily. It does matter what what Fitch says in in downgrading. But they're not the cause of things that are coming. They're an indication. No, they're, yeah. I this mean, is a result right. of, of things that already are. Yeah, because the, the, uh, what was talked about yesterday, well, Fitch's downgrade will make interest rates go up. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that was debated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jamie Dimon said, no, it won't. Well, mm-hmm. I guess technically what you're saying is, by them stating it, it won't. I still think it might. But the fact is, what it will do is the fact people will say, well, they're acknowledging there's a problem. And is there a problem? Yes, there's a problem. And will that problem cause interest rates to go up? Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. So it's what came first, yeah, the chicken or the egg in this. So that was... To me, that was sort of a, I don't know, argument of semantics. Well, it's, you know, Jamie Dimon saying, oh, it's not going to make a difference. Except then he goes on to say, we shouldn't have a oh. ceiling, a debt ceiling. Oh, God. Uh, For the record, when I said it, I was joking. Oh, I know you were. Well, if because basically what I was saying is, if we're going to give up, we should just give up. But look, I, I will say, and you and I said it yesterday, part of the Fitch analysis is bogus. Mm-hmm. That part of the reasons that we are having this problem is because, you know, when Republicans get elected, because he didn't say it specifically, but that's what he meant. Right. When Republicans get elected, they try to stop the spending, and therefore there's this concern of a shutdown. Well, yeah, but yeah. that isn't what's making the problem worse. What's making the problem worse is borrowing because what the Republicans did was ensure that the Democrats spent less money. There's still a huge problem with what the Republicans approved, but they will spend less money. So if the final result is less money spent and the problem is we're borrowing too much money. See, I, yeah. here we go again. Remember no, yesterday? Remember, remember, yeah. I've gotten through this show okay without any type of tension well, no, headache because, because, where I've had, tried to relieve it with a bullet from my make-believe finger gun, right. my handgun. Yeah. Uh, but that's the kind of thing that gets me frustrated is when, you know, when, when we see, and it's so blunt, you know, it's absolutely so blunt how insane they are and they promote it proudly. I mean, mm-hmm. there's Janet Yellen. 
I mean, here here we go. Fitch comes out and, and, and says, we can't be borrowing all this money. We can't be doing it. It's killing us. You know, we cannot yeah. be borrowing. This borrowing is going to destroy, you know, this economy, this nation. We can't do it. We need to stop it. We need to stop this irresponsible spending. Whatever it was, 10 minutes later, Janet Yellen out there promoting the fact that, well, what will save us is investing in our future, yeah. which means yeah. more borrowing. Yeah. After And it's as almost as if the warnings come in. It's almost as if, well, that video I saw a couple of weeks ago that was from Navarre Beach, mm-hmm. and that shark is all around Navarre Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. Is going in throughout the people and everything else, which, by the way, if you saw that video, was the exact spot that I encountered my, I had my shark encounter mm. back in 1984, I believe it was, mm. where I had my, that right at the pier, right there. Uh, but that shark, but it's almost as if the shark is flowing through and people are like, go back in the water, go back in the water. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Go back. Instead of screaming, or some people screaming, get out, get out, get out, and the lifeguard's going, no, 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 go back in, go back in, go back in. Why? That will solve the problem of people being too close to sharks going back in. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we need to come out. No, go back in. Okay, if you want to come out, come out. If you want to warn people to come out, fine. Because we don't want people close to sharks because that's what caused the problem. But we are going to send people back near the shark anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't make this up. Well, you, you know, make it up. this is why the those crazy dogs that chase their own tail all day sleep all night. <laughs> They're pretty tired. <laughs> Janet Yellen sleeps well. This This insanity that just goes around... In not big circles, tiny circles, over and over again. I saw a huge article in the L.A. Times, and I can't get through the paywall. I started reading it. I'm going, this is a great article. Paywall comes up. And it was about (laughs) those who believe that California can run on 100% renewable. Mm. Well, we know now that's (laughs) that's not possible by what's going on right now because of the electricity that they've been using because yeah. of the you know, right. summertime and the yeah. heat and everything right. else. Yeah. And it's like, duh. And all of a sudden you have all these regional providers this week. We did the story screaming at the federal government. We can't be doing this. We can't be doing this. We can't be doing it. We mm-hmm. can't be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't expect that the Biden administration will say, you're right. We have a problem. So we need even more renewable. No, we weren't saying that. Yeah. It's like th- yeah. they know what the problem is, and their solution is to behave in a way that makes the problem worse while claiming it solves the problem. Yep. And everybody can see that it makes it worse. Yeah. Everybody everybody knows. The Democrats know. They know. Even the ones that propose the law know. They don't care. It's like we're just so stubborn, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to destroy our society to prove to you that we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what you... And, Why not? And we're trying to follow us going, where's the critical thinking skills here? What's your point? 
Our point, we need to get rid of, seriously, they, it has to be their point. We need to destroy society so people die, and then we'll save the planet. And I mean, what should, else is it? Yeah. They should just get straight to it. Yeah, I can't figure it out. It's um, and, and over and over again, I, I don't know where uh, the campaigns go. I don't know what the debates actually look like. I'm so curious. Well, I think about that the debates. I, I believe that I do believe your Wall Street Journal article. Look, the goal of the Democrats is to make everything about Trump. Therefore, it's never about issues. Mm-hmm. They don't want anything to be about the actual issues that Americans face. Right. And that's why we have said the Republicans have to make sure that it is all about the issues, but that's almost impossible to do. Yeah, I mean, everything's going to come back around. Yeah. Every question will be redirected to be yeah. about Trump. Now, it's whether... The, what, by the, the way, whether Trump is on stage or not, that's going to happen in debate season on the on the primary <laughs> for the GOP every debate. Qu- every question... From Fox is on Trump. Yeah. No, I mean, if he's not at that debate, I guarantee you, they're gonna, they're gonna if call not out, the right. first question, it'll be in the top three questions. Well, even if it isn't the question, I can see Chris Christie saying, look, I'll get to your question in just a moment, but we have to note the elephant not in the living room. Yeah. Maybe he just wants to say obvious. Note the obvious. That Trump is not here. And I said elephant just because uh, Trump called him fat. Mm. Uh, yeah. Blue whale in the living room. The, yeah, not calling the, blue the former pie. governor a blue whale. I'm just saying. Even though what, that, what we use that is picture. blue whale. We've always used blue whale. In the yes. living room, yes, because it's we can, bigger than an elephant. We can prove that. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> we're not, we're not fat shaming. We're we, gonna do, we're gonna do our fat shaming at the bottom. We of the hour. <laughs> do not want to be accused uh-huh. of any type of Lizzo fat shaming. Right. We have always said the blue whale in the living room mm-hmm. to uh, make the point that the problem is bigger than the elephant in the living room. Yes. It is not personal in any way. No. Even though we both have perfect bodies. Sure we do. 866-90-RED-EYE. Not much change in overall drought coverage nationwide over the past month. We see just over 28% of the lower 48 states in drought, and that represents a one percentage point increase from five weeks earlier back in late June. So on paper, really not too dramatic of a story there. Yet USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey points out. You look at the overall map, you see that there were very few areas that stayed the same during the month of July. Either they got worse or they got better in terms of drought coverage. Significant worsening of drought occurred month over month in much of Texas and the western Gulf Coast, the desert southwest, and the nation's northern tier from the Pacific Northwest to Minnesota. But in between all of that, we actually saw a pretty wet pattern extending from the nation's heartland eastward through the southern and eastern Corn Belt and 
right on into the northeast where we saw some fairly significant flooding during the month of July. All those areas generally getting better. I'm Rod Bade reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. All right, here we go. Eight members, eight Republican members want to subsidize high taxes in Democratic states. Republicans return to the salt mines. The House GOP slim uh, majority guarantees frequent drama. And the latest episode has some members endorsing Democratic tax policy. A group from high-tax states wants to boost the deduction for state and local taxes and they're holding up a GOT tax bill to do it. At least eight members are maneuvering to increase the amount of state and local tax that can be deducted from federal tax bills. If they succeed, they'll undo a hard-won GOP policy. Republicans capped that write-off, known as SALT, at $10,000 in their 2017 tax reform. The Joint Committee on Taxation estimates that the cap raises federal revenue by about $80 billion a year, which helped offset lower tax rates on businesses and individuals. Legislators from high-tax states say that the cap is a rotten deal for their constituents. Congress screwed New Yorkers on salt, said uh, Representative Nick uh, Lolata, one of the group's leaders in July. I will not be part of another congressional attempt to screw New York. Then they go through all the other representatives from all high-tax states, New Jersey and California, Hmm. that are saying the same thing. They'll all vote against a pending tax cut package that has passed the House Ways and Means Committee unless it's amended to increase or eliminate the cap on salt. So far, that isn't happening from Republicans. Yeah. Studios. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley and I'm Gary McNamara. So this is really interesting. Here's a headline. Canadian professor advocates for showing children pictures of genitals. Well, the Charlotte Observer will be happy to hear that. Will they not? Oh, sure. Well, that's the next logical step. Wow. Uh, the news outlet True North is reporting that University of British Columbia journalism professor Dr. Ketchathim wants parents to show their children pictures of genitalia. Thiem was involved in a Twitter thread criticizing Riley Gaines. The specific source of Thiem's anger was the fact that Gaines was standing in solidarity with Abigail Wheeler, a 16-year-old swimmer in Illinois. Uh, Wheeler was accused of hate speech 
because she objected to having a man in the women's locker room at the YMCA. Hate speech. Hate speech, yes. Yes. So so what do you hate? What's your what kind of hatred do you have? Well, I don't want to be seen male genitalia in the female locker room. Okay, Hitler. How, how dare you? You're Hitler. You're a woman and you don't want to see male genitalia flapping all over the place in your locker room? You filthy hate mongerer Hitler Mussolini Trump. I had to throw in Trump. Right. And you had to throw in flapping. I want No. Just move on. <laughs> it's Friday. Let's get out of here with a job intact. <laughs> I want to be fully employed on my way home. <laughs> this I, yeah i was just giving it adjective to, uh, to just to to help with the theater of the mind hey, how about that biden huh <laughs> he's a piece of work <laughs> which one all of them <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> Even Dr. Johnny Fever got fired for something that was yeah. was uh, yeah. an excrement from the nose comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know where to go now. Though, uh, now that you have forbid, uh, now that I've been banned. Uh, Even though I did sort of complete the story, did I not? <laughs> This, the story, the message was sent across about the insanity of this professor. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to un, just to understand the perversion of these people, you know, it really is important. It is really important to understand that, you know, because yeah. it's, you know, these are a bunch of perverts walking around. They really are. No, I mean, this yeah. is this is so, their next logical step right. is is again. No, let's look. Let's just expose everything to kids. Literally. Yeah. Come on in. Well, you know, but but something <laughs> something that would have put you in jail. If you if you did it before the insane radical transgender movement came along. Someone that would be exposure. Exposing yourself well, like that, I mean, would get you in jail. Dateline and, and made now, a series out of it. Yeah, yeah, great point. And now they're demanding to be try to sell that one to parents. Right. I, I can see some of the liberal mobs. So, do you think we should do that at two or three years old? When would be the right moment for our daughters? Yeah, right. Yeah, where's where's that? Where, now, could you? Where's no? I'm I'm curious to know where is the boundary? Yeah, it's not. We're not far. We're not far from, you know, this whole age of consent thing. That's outdated. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? No, no, you're right. No, that's already been brought up. Yeah. Wow. 
I know, but it's, uh, again, uh, I'm happy that there are people, I'm I'm happy that people on the left aren't trying to hide it. Because, no, I mean, you need, we need to know exactly what these, what these perverts think. Yes. And, and what they wish yeah. to promote to your student in, now this is in Canada, but I'm sure it's happening in the U.S. too, mm-hmm. this particular story from Canada. That's what she's telling her students is right, just, moral, and equitable. Well, we're just ignoring one small demographic. Yeah. The small child. Yeah. So. All right. Another news here. Saudi Arabia will extend its one million barrel a day voluntary crude output cut into September. The third month of such declines, the state-owned Saudi press agency said on Thursday. In effect, the uh, kingdom's production for the month of September of 2023 will be approximately 9 million barrels per day, citing a source from the Saudi Ministry of Energy. Hmm. They see the gasoline prices are going up here yeah. in the United States, and they want to they keep them higher because mm-hmm. they will make more gallon and as we brought to you earlier the cnn poll that said 70 percent of america working americans say they can't keep up and that's the problem the problem that biden has right now and the democrats have right now is gasoline prices are now going you know are as other countries are rebounding and the united states has chosen not to do everything we can to make cheap affordable energy available to everyone in this country and be able to have a huge impact on the world oil market. Well, Saudi Arabia is going to do it. They're going to look at the United States. Remember, what was that? It goes back a while. It was sort of the beginning of when we started working together. I think it was. Do you remember when it was Great Britain or something? It was a Great Britain... It was talking talking about Great Britain looking at the United States saying... What is wrong with you people? Yeah, it, it was, and it, it actually really was um, the rest of the world. It was a commentator, analyst from Great Britain, who lined out on this huge map. I think it was on CNBC. And it was this huge global map and said, here are the countries, and he circled them, that are going after everything in terms of the energy they have. And then here's the U.S., and he drew this big circle around the U.S., and it has the rest of the world asking why. Then you started hearing the, well, no, it's a good idea, because then when they deplete their resources, then we still have ours. Sorry, that argument falls short. Mm-hmm. Fact of the matter is, you have every reason to go after what's in the ground right now, what we know works, what we have the infrastructure for, and we refuse. We've chosen not to do it. Well, then don't mine or drill for anything. No, you, exactly. Don't go after anything. Well, because here's the thing. We should get now our, they're we talking should... about, you know, they're, they're back to the whole thing about um, emissions, you know, zero emissions what whatever right well wait a minute 
Let's talk about the emissions, and this is what the <laughs> the activists are already on and have been for a while, because net zero is not zero. Let's talk about the emissions required to build EVs or whatever you're talking about. Wind turbines, solar panels, solar farms, wind farms. Let's talk about what it really requires. Those things don't just build themselves out of nothing. They don't just appear. And so the left is focusing on a number of things where, again, they have to skew the conversation in order to get get away with it. We're capable as a nation of saying, enough. We're done. And we want plentiful, cheap energy. And if the private sector comes along and brings us something more efficient and better, great. Until then, we need to do what we do best. You ready for this story that came out? All right, what do you got? Speaking of energy, something that you and I have talked about on a consistent basis. A group of Tesla owners this week sued the electric vehicle maker over its mileage range projections, Hmm. accusing the company of inflating in advertisements the distance that its cars and SUVs can travel on a single charge. The lawsuit, which uh, seeks class action status in the Northern District of California, demands undisclosed monetary damages and a court order prohibiting Tesla from falsely advertising the estimated ranges of its model vehicles. Quote, understanding that this range would be an important feature, if not the most important feature to many customers, and preying on this fact, the suit argues, Tesla marketed its electric vehicles as having a grossly overvalued range in an effort to increase sales numbers. Representatives from Tesla did not respond to a request for comment. The company stopped responding to press inquiries on this in 2020. South Korea regulators in January fined Tesla $2.2 million for exaggerating the range of its vehicles in cold weather. Another question that you and I had. Mm-hmm. Last week, Reuters published an investigation that found Tesla employees have been instructed to thwart any customers complaining about poor driving range from bringing their vehicles in for service. The company created a secretive diversion team to cancel customer appointment requests to examine battery range, Reuters reported, citing several unnamed sources. Tesla algorithms show drivers rosy estimates of their driving range until the battery power falls below 50%, Reuters reported, when more accurate readings kick in. The lawsuit filed Wednesday accuses CEO Elon Musk of directly ordering the use of overly optimistic algorithms. Hmm. Reuters said its findings about Tesla's advertised driving ranges and battery projections were verified by three automotive experts who study or tested the vehicles. I'd like to see the specific numbers on that, yeah, of what the yeah. averages actually are as to what they claim, and it's not in that story, but I'd like to see. Yeah. But they say right. grossly 
overestimating. Yeah. What does grossly mean? Right. 25%, 30%? I'd like to know. And you and I have always questioned the numbers that are being thrown at us. Yeah. Well, we want to break it down because the truth matters. Yeah. Those numbers matter in the breakdown. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. And I started thinking, are the Republicans just every single day letting out more, for example, text messages and things from Hunter's laptop? Because I saw this uh, yesterday, Just the News, John Solomon had it. Mm. Text messages provided to the FBI show that the Chinese energy conglomerate that struck a controversial deal in 2017 with Hunter Biden began its pursuit of a relationship with the future first family back in late 2015 when Joe Biden was still vice president, hoping to seize on the name of one of America's most famous political dynasties to provide cover for its ambitious plan to buy up energy assets inside the United States. Quote, there will be a deal between one of the most prominent families from the U.S. and them constructed by me, talking about China. Uh, Hunter Biden's business associate, James Gillier, texted future partner Tony Bobulinski on Christmas Eve of 2015, shortly after Hunter Biden had been alerted to the Chinese energy company's overture and its wealthy leader. He said, I think uh, this will be a great addition to their portfolios as it will give them a profile based in New York City and L.A., Gillier added in the text message obtained by Just the News. For me, it's a no-brainer, but culturally they are different, but smart, so let's see. Any entry ticket is small for them, easier and better demographic uh, than Arabs who are a little anti-U.S. after Trump, Gillier wrote. The text message obtained by Just the News provides fresh evidence that the Biden family name and influence were key to the foreign clients like CEFC in communist China. Yeah. That's real. I mean, just re- every single day there's something seems to come out. And I'm just wondering if that's the plan of Republicans every day come out with something else. Every well, day. If, if they- so, it's a good plan. Right? It seems to be having some impact. Yeah. And if you look at the polls, absolutely. Yep. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.